When was the last time you printed something? Chances are it was a document or picture or some paper product. What if I told you the next thing you print could be a ring, or maybe a prosthetic hand, or better yet, your very own AR-15 assault rifle? Good morning and welcome to Additive Knowledge, your source for new information on technical advances in the engineering world. Today our feature is on additive manufacturing, better known as 3D printing. Now many people claim that 3D printing is the next big industry in consumer manufacturing and it has already exploded into a multi-million dollar market. However, most are confused as to how you can print a three-dimensional object. You see, 3D printers work by creating a digital model of the piece, whether by 3D scanning an, an existing object or by creating a design file in a 3D design program such as SketchUp. The 3D modeling programs then prepare the design for printing by digitally slicing up the design into layers only microns thick. Then, they send it to the printer to start the process. For selective laser sintering, or SLS, printing, the printer prints each layer of the design out, one at a time, creating layer upon layer of two different types of liquid material, the material of the object and its support material around it. As the layers build up, it appears the part is encased in a block of the support material. After the part is finished, this support material is shorn off, either by an acid solution or being broken off by hand. If the part is plastic, you're done, but if the piece is metal, it must be cured so the metal can bond properly. Then, congratulations! You've printed an object! But why should you be excited about printing objects? 3D printing is a bottom-up manufacturing process, which means, on the whole, there is less material wasted in making objects. For some real-world examples, stay tuned for our interview series. Additive manufacturing has been utilized for a humanitarian cause. A John Hopkins surgeon has discovered a niche perfectly for the new 3D printing boom, children's prosthetics. Albert Chi realized the children's prosthetics industry was riddled with problems when he was giving a talk a year ago. In fact, around four kids out of every 10,000 suffered from a congenital birth defect, resulting in hand loss. This does not even account for hands lost through trauma. We have an exclusive interview with Dr. Chi about how he got involved with the prosthetics industry. Listen in here. Hi, thanks for joining us. So how did you get into designing prosthetics for children? My wife actually bought me a 3D printer with a couple of sheets of material for Father's Day a year ago. While I was trying to like think of ways to use it, I remembered a talk I gave last year and a question a parent posed. She asked if there were any easy, available, and affordable options on the market today for children's prosthetic hands. A year later, I can answer that question by studying the innovations in 3D printing. That's great. How much does it roughly cost to 3D print a hand compared to, to traditional methods? The first hand I made, I downloaded a bunch of plans off the internet. There's actually a big network where you can find hands and <coughs> new plans and they're constantly being innovated and the first hand I made costed around $20. For comparison's sake, other prosthetic hands can cost upwards of $40,000. Wow, that's insane. Any other benefits of 3D printing hands? Temporary, and also children benefit from using 3D printed, pros, printed hands being light because they're light and less unwieldy than other options. Most children do now do not use prosthetics until they're in their teens, and as a result, their muscles have atrophy, which can make using them difficult. If they grow up with 3D printed models, they're more prepared for the real deal ones.
and off-button and games. In 2013, Cody Wilson, founder of the Texas-based nonprofit organization called Defense Distributed, successfully was able to create the first ever 3D printed handgun, dubbed the Liberator. With plans to upload the blueprints to the internet, Wilson, more importantly, created the first gun that could be made by anyone. Anywhere there is a computer and an internet connection, there will be the promise of a gun, Wilson told Forbes. And recently, as of October 3, 2014, Defense Distributed also released pre-sale opportunities for a new computer numerical control machine, dubbed the Ghost Gunner, which allows users to assemble their own AR-15 rifle in the comfort of their own home for the low price of only $1,200. Defense Distributed's Liberator and Ghost Gunner raises ethical questions about the use of 3D printing as well as CNC machining. By manufacturing gun parts through 3D printing and CNC machining, someone can assemble and own a firearm with no serial number, obtained with no background check. Defense Distributed's work with firearms warns of, of dangers associated with 3D printing. After all, if you have a tool that can make anything, how can we regulate policies that would become harder and harder to pin down, like gun control? Additive knowledge is made in part by the National Science Initiative and by contributions from our listeners. Thanks to Dr. Albert Chi for letting us have him on the show, and stay tuned for next week as we delve deeper into CNC machining and subtractive processing and what that means for the engineering world. Until next time.